The emotions that run your brain have a hard job, and sometimes their mental breakdowns turn into your mental breakdowns. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to The Walt Vault, episode 78. We're retired. (laughs) We've been retired, girl. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like 10 years ago. We're getting close to the end. (laughs) 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 We're moving on to greener pastures. What are we talking about? (laughs) We're going to need to have to take a Buddhism. We we should have done the Haunted Mansion for the 100th episode. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. Dead. We're dead. We're dead. Dead. So Thank yeah. you for joining us. We are not dead, but um, we are emotional. Can you tell? It's because we watched the 2015 oh animated movie made by Disney Pixar, mm. Inside Out. It's not even why I'm emotional. Well, I'm sorry. I was trying to ad lib because it looked like Andre didn't know if he was ready or not. I couldn't it's open. Emotional because it's open a browser. Monday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, this movie is a movie about emotions and turning your emotions inside out. Emily, this whole movie is the feels. How did were you? I, did you even get through five minutes? I of know. It? I asked her that <laughs> earlier. He, she walks in the door and she's like, "So, did you watch the movie?" I'm like, "Yes, I watched the movie." I was like, "Are you okay?" It's part of the homework. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys, I'm living. I uh, made it. I made it. I was completely distracted the whole time I watched this movie, so I didn't cry, but did I feel things? Yes. Was I mad about it? Sort of. (laughs) I will explain (laughs) the sort of. But it was still cute. Yes. So, first impression, Emily, I'll ask myself. My first impression of this movie was that it was really good. It's a very good movie. I... Liked it the first time I watched it, which was when it came out-ish. I don't remember if I saw it in theaters or not, but anywho. um, I liked it then, but I like it more now. Just I think I'm older, obviously. I think I'm (laughs) older. older. I think I'm a little older than I was three years ago (laughs) or four years ago. But just I've been through a lot of different life experiences. Mm -hmm. I've experienced a lot of the, um, like a lot more of the emotions that bugged me the first time I watched this movie. So I'm less bugged by the characters than I was. Um, And so I kind of appreciate it more for what it is, even though it's motions of a child. (laughs) It totally transcends (laughs) to every one of us, I think. So Mm -hmm. it was, I really liked this movie a lot this time. Yeah. What about you, Michelle? I liked this movie since the first time I watched it. Um, I was a psychology major in college, so the things that we talk about in psych classes rolled over into this, like learning about the brain, and I was like, oh, I just cussed. I was like, oh, man, (laughs) (laughs) this is accurate. (laughs) I really like how you moderated that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's very accurate. I can bookmark the exact moment that that happened. (laughs) I think some people didn't like this because it, like, went too much into all of these different aspects of thought and emotions and all this craziness, but that's why I liked it. Oh, no, I thought that was so cool. I think it's so clever and very original. I know I usually hate on sadness. We'll get into her. I don't hate her as much as I used to, (laughs) but um, it's just a very clever, well-written movie that I very much enjoy. Yeah. Andre. Uh, Agreed, basically. Like, uh, it is it is very well-written. I I, I really like the concept, the whole idea of 
<laughs> living with the characters inside your head and how your Hilarious. emotions can control you and how you don't have to let your emotions control you and stuff like that. It's all it's all really good. And it's funny. I think I did see this in theaters when it came out. Um, and it's only been four years since it came out, but I feel like I appreciated sadness a lot more upon this viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, 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 we're a bunch yeah. of haters. I remember <laughs> yelling at sadness like a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were at the beginning when we were watching it, mm-hmm. and then I was like, fine, she's fine, it's fine. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give you Luisa's first impression because we did watch this movie together with the girls, and it was funny because Luis has, from the beginning, 100%, just like Andre just said, has been, like, the number one hater on sadness. sadness like, yeah. you guys probably know because we've talked about it a lot. Like, the first year that we went to the ho- Mickey's Halloween party together. I think it was, like, in 2016, like, the year after this came out. Yeah, it was right after it came out. Yeah. We dressed up as the characters. Um, Luis obviously was anger. I was, <laughs> I was disgust. Michelle was joy and Andre was fear. We totally rocked it. Like people knew what we were, even though we were kind of Disney bounding it. We did great. Um, it was, it just was, it fit our personalities. It was really fun. Um, but we didn't have sadness and Luis was like, yes, cause status is stupid. We left her at home. Like blah, blah, blah. He just, he just can't stand her. And then we kept like thinking like, should we get a blue balloon? And like, just like follow it behind us. We're like, nah, sadness doesn't belong in Disneyland. It's the most <laughs> place on earth. <laughs> but it's funny we because were haters. we <laughs> totally were haters. But this time around, he, he said the same thing. He was like, oh wow. Like, I mean. She shouldn't be doing what she's doing, but still. But still, like, I <laughs> get Gosh, it. Okay. growing up. Ew, yeah, gross. I know. Totally. Like, wow, we're maturing. I thought I was an adult four years ago. I no, guess, guess not. Not. <laughs> guess not. Not yet. No, no, no. Oh. Next Ugh. next time I watch it, I'll appreciate anger more. I'm like, oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. no, I'm <laughs> loving. <laughs> He's so good, So though. I think that's a good place for us to start. So um, <laughs> there's five main emotions. Core emotions. Um, yes, there's these five main, emo- main emotions that take on the persona of, I guess, like a blob. I'm just going to call them different blobs. <laughs> and they're different they're colors. Blobs. And they have different personalities, and their personalities are their emotions. So we have Joy, who is played by Leslie Nope. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously. <Yeah. laughs> have you been watching that show now? I have. Oh, it's so, so good. So stupid, right. but it's, it's really funny. funny. No, it, you can't tell me it's not stupid. That's so good. We're talking about Parks and Rec, people. Parks and Rec, baby. It's so good. And The Office. Um, hello, um, Phyllis. Sadness. Phyllis. Phyllis plays Sadness. Uh, Luis insists on calling it Parks and Recreations. Parks and Recs. <laughs> Parks oh and Recs. There's God. not multiple Recs, Lou. <laughs> You go to parks, you do recreations. <laughs> Jeez, I love, I love it when he's not here so I can harp on him. Uh, right? uh, yeah, Phyllis, <laughs> Phyllis Smith played Sadness, who also played Phyllis on The Office. And Amy Poehler plays Joy. And, uh, and Anger is? Anger is played by uh, Lewis Black, who is a stand-up comedian. You probably remember he's him. Ba- from, they're basically all From comedians. the George Bush days. And then <laughs> um, Bill Hader played uh, Fear. And Disgust. Bill Hader was uh, on SNL. And then Disgust was played by Mindy Kaling uh, from <laughs> from The Office They're as well. They're all comics. Yes. And they all kind of know each other, which I appreciated more upon this watching. And they they are spot on to their emotions. Like, yeah. They do a fabulous job. And I really can't decide who I like the best or like the least because they're just all so, so very entertaining. This time, I think I definitely identified a lot with fear. Yeah. Just like a lot this time, like fear more than I noticed. More than I noticed upon my other watchings, because I'm just like the most worry wart person in the world. And I was like, "Dang, fear understands me this <laughs> time around." Well, it's funny too uh, because there, if you take like the idea of being 
like like you were saying, if you take the idea of like, oh my god, it bothers me when someone's wor- like is fearful or whatever. If you take all of that out of it, out of your own personal like feelings towards them, they like you said, they all it's masterfully written. It's, yeah. it's so masterfully good. It's so funny. creative. They did such a good job. Everything about it is like. I, I think my favorite part of it, and I'm and I'm gonna like insert to what you're saying, is that how the emotions are the same age as Riley, the yes. same maturity level. Yeah. So even though you see like this quote unquote like middle aged angry man, mm-hmm. like in anger, he's really like a seven year old or eleven year old. Can I say that curse word now? <laughs> that one word we know, or like oh, and then like disgust. Oh my god, it's not dinosaur shaped or brightly colored. Yeah. It's broccoli. Ew, bro. Like literally hilarious it's funny because they look like adults and they're totally adults playing kids emotional like at that maturity level too Mm -hmm. it's just it's just so masterful they did such a good very well done and then you get to see into the adult heads at some point too and those are and those are amazing like andre was dying you see how much more like put together those those feeling or those emotions are in their heads and, and much more controlled but also still so rooted yes. in the same still exactly the same they're exactly the same mm-hmm. but just more controlled to that person yes. i think the thing that cracked me up the most is there was a bus driver and all five of his people were angers but they were just all <laughs> different colored angers i was like dang uh, <laughs> so good and they so all, all their heads good. on fire at the dude i want to talk about that so much more but we need to go plot line but when we hit there i I am going to just lose it. Like, I might pee my pants again because I'm pretty sure I eked out a little bit when the mom and the dad were doing their thing. Oh, my God. Luis and I kept looking at each other like, oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay. Yes. So uh, starting at the beginning of the movie. uh, Hold on. No, I'm going to pause. Oh, I mean. Well, no, no, you don't gotta like actually pause. I'm just pausing. Luis is here. Bum, bum, bum. He's here. Anger is here. <laughs> Anger, Anger has entered the and building. I, I'll have you know that. <laughs> I'll have you know. Every time uh, we were at, we went to Disneyland last weekend, and the little Inside Out ride is open, which is just Flick Flyers. Uh-huh. But I'll also have you know that Flick Flyers was way Sorry. better <laughs> than this ride. <laughs> I miss Flick Flyers. But there was the little Anger like animatronic, and he's like, rah, 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 you know, and I was like, oh, there's. Louise. <laughs> <laughs> you're just mad because you wanted the you like the takeout and that's why you're upset. <laughs> right. They got rid of that little Chinese box, Chinese food box. Like yeah, I mean, I like Chinese food too. And just so you know, Michelle is talking. She's that, just not talking in the mic because we are now eating ice cream, so you know. Yeah. There's was, pri- it's called priorities, y'all. I was thinking, about, I was thinking <laughs> about getting us like mic stands today earlier at work and eat a lot. but then but then i was like we don't sit at tables i'm the only one who's at a table right now everyone's on the floor michelle is deep into I'm a couch louise is standing across the other side of the room so without the mic Mike and sta- just yeah. so you know <laughs> for an entire year and a half we did this podcast sitting at, at the, the table, table like, like idiots <laughs> well i was gonna say like very dedicated people <laughs> oh. and then when i got pregnant i was like i can't the i can't sit and andre and i can't were like here anymore. Yes. Couch it is. let's be real andre and are lazy pieces of poop. We just don't Whoa, like them. you <laughs> just you just took yourself to a whole <laughs> nother <laughs> level. Anyways, uh, Louis, Louis, we were know. talking about how <laughs> there's five different emotions and they're all really great in their each individual ways and how when we first saw this movie, all of us were hating on sadness, but we don't necessarily hate on her anymore. Don't speak for me. <laughs> 
How do you feel about sadness? Look at his face. You look kind of sad, honestly. I never thought I could hate any character as close to as much, if not equal to, me hating Olaf. Oh, oh she's it. Dang. She's okay, I thought I thought she had softened your heart a little bit. Hey, caramba. Nah, dude. Nah. She, I'm still pissed at her. She's pretty moronic, hey, but there's no room for sadness. Yeah, I, in what heart. softened my heart was more the overall movie. She's still <laughs> D.A.B. <laughs> you want she talk to Bing Bong? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Who's your friend who likes to play? <laughs> what conversation did she have with him? Wow. Bing Bong is sad. Bing Bong was sad. Sadness comes up. She's like, I know it must be hard. To be being sad. forgotten and being sad. And it's sad. He's like, yeah, it is pretty sad. I feel better now. Because she made him feel better. Because she validated his feelings. Mm-hmm. And she listened. Huh. Let him let it out, you know. Versus trying to be happy over the top. Of that didn't happen in happy. the version I saw. So. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You know what she heard? That you know, Louise heard wah, wah, wah when she was talking. <laughs> All right. Let me do some plot. Okay. I'm dying for okay. some plot. Hit us with it. Literally. There's the opening scene is is it's kind of a long opening segment. But the idea is, is that the emotion sprung to life from the moment that Riley was born. And the first emotion that she had was joy. And I don't know if like every person has a different like starting emotion. You know what I mean? How like moms was like sadness and dads was anger. Did they pop up with that character? I don't know. But Riley's was I like that. Because, yeah, Joy is definitely, like, the ringleader because she was, like, the first emotion. Right. Exactly. So she's the one who kind of runs the place in her very joyful way, in her Lindsay Nopeness. And <laughs> <Leslie> it's... Nope. <laughs> <Nope>. Whatever. <laughs> Lindsay... She's she's stupid either way, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Leslie... <laughs> Michelle's very upset. Um, she Leslie's. Um, and it's fantastic because you get to see the little moments of Riley growing up um, very quickly, just how she interacts with her emotions and how the different emotions control different aspects of her life. They explain, th- I think, in a pretty simple way, the very like interconnected dynamics of what the brain of looks brain. like yeah. um, and That's how cool. the different emotions and the different core memories fuel different parts of your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they could have made it much more convoluted, but I thought it was actually done pretty succinctly. They, they, they pared down the human brain to a very succinct and specific and kind smartly of done. and very accurate. Yeah. And when you and I think it's interesting too. like if I wish you guys could see my notes, like I might take a picture and post it just because I like drew the entire way that like, quote unquote, headquarters is and where the different lines from the core memories into the personality islands are. It makes sense geographically even though our brains aren't particularly like built that way i guess but it just it makes a lot of sense so anywho so we go through that whole segment we understand now like that she has emotions and how her personality develops and the whole plot is just completely stopped from this little happy-go-lucky girl because her family is moving from minnesota to san francisco and her entire now yes She's 11 years old and her entire life is now thrown into a frenzy because everything she knows and loves is being left behind. Very accurate. 12? Is she 12? No, she's I 11. She's 11. But Louise um, thinks she's 12. I think but, yeah. all of her core memories are from her from her early childhood and they're all happy. They're all joyous. Joy is responsible for all of her core memories up until this point. And now that 
this major shift in her life has changed, her emotions are acting differently than they were before. So sadness is just getting into stuff. She's just like, hey, let me touch this. Hey, let me look at this. Hey, let me take control right now. Hey, let me do all Complex emotions start emerging around that age. So it's like way less simplified. Yeah. So (laughs) sometimes you could think about memories from your childhood past that one time were joyful. And the next time you think about them, you're like, that was sad. That wasn't yeah. happy at all. That's so that's exactly like where happens. the complex emotions started coming in. And, and Joy is basically like, what the heck? Stop touching things. You're mm-hmm. ruining Riley. The, um, the, the five core emotions uh, they got from uh, some psychologists that they consulted with. Um, but there were actually six core emotions. It was anger, fear, sadness, disgust, joy, and surprise. But Pete Doctor, the director... He said that surprise was pretty close to fear, mm-hmm. so they, they, they cut it out. Well, I could see surprise being kind of like put into each of the emotions in different ways. Yes, exactly. Because you could be like surprise disgusted mm-hmm. or surprise, surprise scared. <laughs> or Yeah, surprise angry, mm-hmm. depending on like what expression you're most in, in tune with, I guess. But yeah, yeah that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that he found surprise and fear to be too similar, which left him with five emotions to build characters around. Other emotions considered for inclusion during the development process were schadenfreude, <laughs> NUI, pride, and hope. NUI? Uh, let's look at the Wikipedia for NUI, which is boredom. Boredom. Could they not have just said boredom? They also put schadenfreude in here, which is uh, the experience of pleasure, joy, or self-satisfaction that comes from learning of or witnessing the troubles, failures, or humiliation of another. Oh, oh <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm glad that we're working with 11 right year olds. That sounds yeah. like happy it kids. would be a uh, too complex a for an DC or a Fox movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah, awkward. Some uh, sad Superman moves. What What I really like is on a day to day, most of Riley's memories are joyous. So most of the memory <laughs> bulbs are yellow. But as soon as they start going to San Francisco, there's like maybe two yellow bulbs in there. It just cracks me. And the rest of the day is purple, green, red, purple, green, blue, blue, red, green, purple, white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's funny because as you go through this, because the emotions are freaking out in her head, like you said, the bulbs are the different colors based on their emotion. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because Joy is trying to color the... like, I guess, figuratively and metaphorically, trying to color the situation more positively. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other emotions are just taking over. You know, the house is funky. Like, I mean, she could have been like, this is a really cool attic yeah. room. I don't know. But the they're freaking out. So they don't like the room. It's cool because, like, Joy has been the center centerpiece of her of her emotional life up to this point. And now Joy is taking a real far back seat. And she's just a tiny little voice at the back of her head. Whereas her other emotions are much louder, much clearer yeah. now. I was thinking about this while watching watching it this time that I didn't think about last time. But like, uh, in the first time I was watching, I was rooting for Joy the entire time. I was like, yeah, let's get this girl happy. Let's do it. Let's do it up. But watching it this time, I was like, I can't imagine. I don't even know what it would be like to just be happy all the time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense for a brain to behave that way almost, you know? No. No. Or at least not my brain. You no, know? for There's sure. No way. Well, and especially if you think, I think Michelle hit the nail on the head. When you're, <laughs> I don't want to say prepubescent, that sounds awful. But <laughs> when, you're, when, you're, when you're preteen, your hormones are really starting to kick in. And of course, we're not talking straight hormones, but feelings, emotions, all of those things all play into the same 
vein here and things do get more complicated. You don't just look at like, oh my gosh, I love this puppy. Everything is great. Like there are other consequences to, you know, to yeah. decisions and yeah. things are much more to complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's actually, like you said, it makes so much more sense that she has you know, the other emotions getting in there because this isn't an ideal situation for her. Right. And it's not, it's, it would be weird if she was happy the whole time. And nothing is supposed to be black and white. So, like, when we teach kids in our social skills group, I can give them a situation and ask them, like, how does that person feel? And they each tell me, like, five different things because it really could be five different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, all correct. It, it just is what it is. And so that's kind of what you discover more in that age range is, like, things are not clear cut. Like, they're not black and white. And that's basically what Riley's going through right now. Like, yeah, she's trying to be happy, <laughs> trying real hard, but it's okay. She'll, girl, let those yeah. other ones go over you for a little bit. She's and honestly, if they had just let sadness do her thing and let her be sad, probably for a little bit, it probably would have been a lot better than Joy freaking out about no, everything. No, she could not be sad. Why? <laughs> she's the worst character of all. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying if, if Riley could be sad for a little bit, not be sadness. Well, who's going to take control of the console? It would be sadness. Be sad. It's sadness. Sadness. Yeah. Because sadness sadness. can regulate that sadness better than joy can. Yeah. Mm. And if Riley is set on being sad and she's trying to force herself to be happy, so I think what Joy thinks, yeah, what Joy thinks is that if sadness goes in, like Riley's going to be like depressed forever. But well, and I I was so interesting that you say that. So what you're saying is that sadness wasn't. It was pretty much Riley, essentially. Sadness like, like you, you know how sometimes you can feel Aww. like your emotions are controlling you, you know, and you're you're being tugged in a couple of different directions. So if sadness, like at the end of the movie, she just kind of tweaks it, like, yes, Riley's sad, but like this was okay, and then she put like a little bit of joy in it. You know what I mean? Well, and I like think she could regulate it better than Joy just being like, no, 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 no. And honestly, Joy kind of messed it up. Well, and I, I was gonna say this for later in the conversation, but I think it's just. It's so poignant throughout the movie, especially when you look at the way the movie ends up. Um, I And I think this is why I like it, the movie, better this time around. You know, if you've ever dealt... I mean, everyone has sad moments in their life. Everyone has, you know, hard things. But if you've ever dealt with more complex emotions, depression, anxiety, any of those things, then <clears throat> you know that if you're in a situation and people are telling you that you have to be happy or you feel like you have to be happy Mm -hmm. and you're not, that's what makes everything so much worse is that you're putting like a shell over the way you actually feel Mm -hmm. and that can either depress it like farther into your psyche or your emotions or whatever or come out in some other weird way. Um, And I think that's why all the other emotions like went into this overdrive of craziness because – the two that were battling were, like you said, she really should have just let sadness do her thing mm-hmm. she, because sadness is its own regulated emotion. Right. Because they didn't do that, all the other things went nuts. That'll happen to me when I'm feeling particularly like depressed or whatever. I'll be sad, but then I'm angry that I'm sad and mm-hmm. I'm not happy. Or I'm disgusted with myself that I'm sad and not happy. Mm-hmm. Or even mm-hmm. I'm scared of never being happy again or yep. whatever. So all of those other bad emotions <laughs> can pop up and take control, even though I should just be letting just sadness just take be the sad. wheel. Yeah. But I know? think that that's what's so interesting. is, And I think that that's cool that we all kind of, well, 
most of us <laughs> agree. <laughs> most of us agree this the second time around because I think maybe we've just dealt with a lot more in the time that we've since we saw it the mm-hmm. first time. But I I just realize that more as an adult too it's such an interesting concept and i don't i think that's why some people really don't like this movie is because this isn't particularly it, i mean the movie's about kids and there sure. are funny kid parts mm-hmm. and all of that but this is such a concept that is so far above what a kid is going to understand right. when you're talking about like the truth of the movie versus just like emotions are funny or even emotions some, are crazy some adults you know like I was probably like emotionally stunted until I was le- at least 24 or whatever, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you're just not even thinking about it. And then you see all of these emotions represented on screen. You're just like, wait, is that what's going on in my head? Right <laughs> now? Do I feel like that all the time. What's going on? I, like, can, I can imagine you're not clicking with it immediately just because you're not in touch with. And anything. I also. Yeah. I'm wondering in my head. I was thinking about this a lot. Like, do you think this same what I'm going to call it is a mental breakdown. <laughs> Do you think the same mental breakdown happened like with all the other ones, like all the other adults, you know? I mean, because y- at yeah. the, basically a mental breakdown happens. So what happens is the core memories become islands and those are the, like the tenets like the of your personality. Yes, they feel her personality. So she has like hockey, family, friendship, goofball island because she's like a goof. Imagination land. Well, no, imagination land's not an island. Oh, hockey, goofball island, friendship, honesty, and family. Honesty, uh, that honesty. was the other one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you <laughs> you <Bye>. could see <laughs> like as her core memories went missing, then the the facets of her personality went away, and like they fell down. And, and I was thinking in my head like when hockey fell down for her, I was like, dang, that's how my brain felt like when gymnastics was no longer super important to me. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well that's just like not really a part of my personality anymore. Like it went away. And so I was thinking, like, did that happen to all of them? Where there was, like, this mental breakdown occurred of just, like, like a restructuring of your cognitive sense. Because if you think about it, we literally, our (coughs) psyche gets recalibrated every year for well, sure well you know growing I mean? maturing i think that each time you, up, yeah it's, it's part of becoming who who you are as an adult yeah. too because of course like you said i think that's a perfect example if M- michelle if you guys didn't know michelle was a gymnast for many 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 years and that was something that took up her entire life for me it was music for Luis, it was soccer which Obviously, he's soccer still, is yeah, still involved a in it, very large yeah. part of his life. But he would have a soccer island for sure. And Michelle totally had a gymnastics island. But oh, yeah, for like 15 years. You know, least. but no longer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not. That's fine. But you think about that and you think like, is that a bad thing? Right. Like, not, not particularly. It's yeah. not something that you want to do anymore. You're not interested anymore. Whatever. Whatever yeah, the whatever thing is. At the at the moment, your your inside of your brain might be like, "Oh my god, this is crazy! I'm not going to do this anymore." But then over but time, it's, it's not that yeah. big of a deal. Yeah, like for know. Luis, it would be like a a mental breakdown if soccer was no longer. Yeah, if it was just gone. It'd be weird. I'm not sure if I would literally break down mentally. I think he would. I did. You don't I, watch him I, watching soccer every I Saturday. I knew I wanted <laughs> to quit gymnastics. I knew I was just kind of done with it. Like my sophomore year of high school. But it was weird. Like the first year, I was like, wait, what do I do? Yeah. Like that was all I knew. So it was like really weird. Yeah. Well, especially but if it's something you're super impassioned or were super impassioned mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think it's it's interesting how like the islands in your own brain can 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 crumble and fall, but also like change and grow. 
So, like, uh, when I was a kid, I probably had, like, Batman as an island and then, like, karate as an island. I'm going to do karate. Pretty I'm gonna, sure Batman's still there. I'm gonna you, do had a, you had a karate island? I had a karate island. I really wanted to be, like, a martial artist. But he never did. And then I went to karate for about two and a half weeks, and I was like, this is taking forever. <laughs> 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 this is really slow. Holy moly. Shut mold. up. So I quit karate. Karate island crashes. Batman island gets bigger. It's just like, okay, well, this is just something cool that I can appreciate. Well, if I can't do karate, I'm going to be Batman. Be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Batman my Island is my thriving in my brain right now. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say that you did karate your entire childhood or something. <laughs> no, 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 it was no. two weeks long. No, but, you know, those build up to it, you know. Right, oh, my uh, God. Um, I was thinking about, like, how she had Family Island, and then Family Island fell. The family island got rebuilt at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. yes. but from a dual memory. So it was had sadness and joy yes. in Family Island, which I really like that because let's be real, is family really joyful all the time? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? No, so and I like that those complex Even if you have a really, in. really good family relationship, there's always going to yeah. be some Fine, sort of... Fine, my family of island ain't all joyous. You know what I mean? Well, so, but yeah. even think about it. Like if someone passes away, mm-hmm. you're still going to have the memories yeah. that, that you had there, but then it's going to have sadness involved with yeah. That because, you know, or if your parents get like divorced or something, like yeah, that, and you still love them, but then they there's a big yeah, old split, yeah, it yeah, separates yeah. you, and that's a bad memory that you mm-hmm. have. But then it if I was like gonna get my master's in psychology, I would do like a whole thesis on this movie because it's legit. Yeah. Um. So uh, what I want to talk about now is when they leave headquarters. So they all work in headquarters. Uh, get it? Head. Quarters. <laughs> I just, it's it's too That's smart. Crazy. It's just too smart. It's very smart. Wow. So they leave headquarters because basically at the end of the day, someone gets put on dream duty and they have to transfer all the memories into long term memory. So all of the daily memories, basically when you go into REM sleep, this is really how that works. Basically, your whole day from REM sleep gets put into a different storage part of your brain. So whatever they thought was the most important might stay in your core memories. Mm -hmm. And whatever was, like, probably super irrelevant, didn't really care, all those small memories are all going to long-term. Or they might just get start getting pushed back more and more and more. So I really like how, like, even when they were in long-term memory, like, some were fading or getting erased, Mm -hmm. and they weren't important. Because, Lord knows, I don't remember anything from when I was a baby. Or they were getting dumped. We don't need all these. They're on our phone. That was so good. (laughs) That whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, the way that they did, like, geographically, how it was behind the memories. And then they were, like, sucking them down into the pit in the the middle. I was like, this is good. Memories go to die. This is so good. Unless somebody, like... Remem- reminds you of it randomly. Triple right. you know I mean? can't make Oh <laughs> my god. Sometimes we just send these up to headquarters just to mess with them. <laughs> and you know Amazing. what's so good is that I have some of those from like Did my he? childhood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like jingles were such a big yeah. deal when we were kids and like For I can't afford college dot com. save. That's embarrassing that yeah, we know that. Stupid radio. Or like, uh, 877 Cash No. <laughs> like, those ones are my favorite. 877 Cash No. ridiculous. Uh, that's, that's fun. All but right. It's good stuff, though. Be- but, like, why does your brain remember that? Right. Because <laughs> it's I a have ditty. That. I, I remember that from, what, 1998 or whatever, and it's still in there. Don't remember when I first walked, though, but, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Anyways, memory. I'll tell um, you all about how I can't remember, you know, the first 15 years of my life, but I know every uh, jingle that was on. So <laughs> it's it's very hilarious because sadness and joy basically get pushed to the end of the islands where all the long term memory is. 
And they can't really go around it, so they have to take the long way. And uh, I guess it's a good thing Sadness read those stupid manuals that Joy was being really mean to her and made her read. <laughs> yeah, Joy, Joy was more mean this time to Joy me. Like, she was being kind of rude. Like, one. you get to stay in this circle. The and circle you don't of sadness. get to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was kind of depressing. I was yeah. like, Joy, you're being yeah. really mean to Sadness. But um, I guess she read the manuals, so she knew where to go. But... Literally, my favorite thing that Sadness does is when she just gets too sad, she, like, falls to the floor <laughs> and just starts Wild crying. Bow. And she, like, sticks her foot up in the air like, okay, I'm ready to be dragged. <laughs> and I'm thinking in my head, that's definitely some some kind of crap I've done to Andre. Like, okay, you can just drag uh, me. Like, pick for me sure. up. Pick <laughs> no, me I ain't up. picking you up. Pick me up. It's funny, though, because I know... So when we were watching this part, Luis was like, oh, my God, she's touching things. Like, he was so oh, mad. because he was touching all the memory Yeah, balls. like, she was just touching them. They were all turning blue. And it's funny because in context, it is annoying. It like, is. Like, Absolutely. girlfriend, put your hand back in. Like, it is annoying. You didn't need to touch all those memories. Yeah. <laughs> the entire row is blue. But if you think about it out of, like, in real context, out of the movie, like, sometimes when you think back on things, you can't help but your brain going there, or at least yeah. if that's your predisposition. Yeah. In the last couple of years, that is my predisposition, mm -hmm. like, to think back on things and be like, you know, Ugh. I just didn't, maybe, th maybe that person was being rude to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I thought it was a good interaction, but maybe it wasn't. Right. Like, yeah. like, I kind of go back and I, and I put, like, a color on it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I color it blue or whatever, yeah. and... I think it's really interesting because sometimes you can't help it mm -hmm. and I th or or you you feel like you can't help it. And that's so interesting because sadness couldn't help it in the moment. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. hilarious. It's like if, if you're if you're like thinking about like back to high school or whatever. And then, and then somebody tells that's a lot of blue, bro. Right, it's a lot little of blue. blue, a lot of green, a lot of purple. That's a lot of blue. But like you could, that's you, a could lot you could be thinking purple. back to high school and like, ah, man, it kind of sucked. Nobody liked me. And then somebody goes like, oh, no, that one person, they liked you a lot. They told me all the time. And then you go like, wait, what? And then you start to recontextualize mm -hmm. every memory of your interaction with those people. And it changes the way that you think about them. Yeah. Oh, 100 mm percent. -hmm. It's just so. We're such complex beings, and I think this yeah. this movie just mm. does a really good job. Who's your friend who likes to play? Bang 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 well, and here, that's a beautiful. Thank you for singing that ridiculous song, because <laughs> here is the deal. The first time I watched this movie, I wanted to prick my eyeballs out because <laughs> I thought Bing Bong was so ridiculous. What? I didn't like the song. I thought he was – I just didn't like you him. You didn't remember he was an imaginary friend? He's made of cotton candy. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> I <laughs> I can't do a dolphin sound. <laughs> 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 I knew he was an imaginary friend, but I didn't, I didn't like it. But Aww. I'm going to tell you now that because I have I a like kid and it was – now, now I appreciate him. I right. like Bing Bong. Now I'm like, okay, Bing Bong, yeah. you're hilarious. I love Bing Bong. Like his, his his carriage runs on song power. That's precious. So yeah, I don't know. The first I time I did candy. not like him. I, cry I totally love the that he caramels. Cries candy. They're good. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, but uh, but I'm really happy with him now. So I don't he's know so what cute. my problem was before. So yeah, basically before. they run into Bing Bong. And he's, like, stealing memories, and it's kind of sad because I think he's stealing memories to, like, remember Riley. Yes. Because Riley has moved on. I yeah. mean, you only have an imaginary friend in very, very early childhood or toddlerhood. You know what I mean? I never had one, but 
I don't think I had one. Well, how do you know if you didn't have one? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I might have <laughs> You could have memory dumped. Maybe I did. I don't know. I used to say I didn't have an imaginary friend. I had an imaginary studio audience that I was always just performing for. Uh, well, there you <laughs> go. And I feel like that never went away. Oh, I think yeah. Andre still yeah. thinks he has one. They're still I there. Was just They're still loving it. I just had multiple tiggers, like maybe like 50 tiggers. So, you know. In your head or? or nope, nope, tiggers. <laughs> nope, tiggers. So that was Stop my imaginary friends. Yeah, and they would yes. talk to each other. Yeah. They had different tigger personalities. What ifs? Anyways, <laughs> so Bing Bong is her imaginary friend, <laughs> and it's it's very, I think he's cute. Different um, tigger personalities. Yeah, they have different tiggers. Okay. All right, like all right. Sad, sad I like tigger, the bounce. I like the bounce. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm stuck on it. Go ahead. Anywho. I can't re- I can't recall, but I'm sure they did. Um, <laughs> anyways, I can't even remember where I was. So they met Bing Bong, and Bing Bong is like, okay, I can get you back to headquarters. We need to take the train of thought. <laughs> the train of so thought good. is Very also clever. extremely clever. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, just so clever. And I, I like when they're on the train of thought, and there's two boxes, and one says facts, and one says opinions. And they spill them, and he's like, "It's okay, I get mixed up all the time." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so funny. Truth. Oh, I'm pretty can't. sure he was talking so about the news. I don't know. I'm just gonna I say. Know. <laughs> it's so funny how it's like still relevant. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so to get to the train of thought, they really need to go around this weird warehouse rectangle thing. It but says, "Caution! Keep out danger! Don't go in there." Yeah. yeah but he didn't know what it said. He doesn't he know how to read. Read because he's like a preschooler. You know yeah, what I mean? He can't read. Of, uh, and abstract uh, this is where it starts to get annoying that Joy like doesn't really trust Sadness, and I'm like, Joy, just listen to Sadness, just go around. It's not a big deal. But no, they go inside abstract thought. They get fragmented, they get deconstructed, they get yes. two-dimensionalized, and then they get non-figurative. That's literally non so funny. It's dude. actually quite hilarious. I'm sure an English teacher, art teacher, is probably like dying or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. It was good. It was good stuff. Just Except the for the fact that they too. almost got like completely obliterated. Poofed. Yeah, Poofed. it kind of gave me anxiety. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, hurry up, go! Working. Yeah. Anyway, so they made it through there, though. It's fine. This is where I feel like now we're, like, on a never-ending journey. You know what I mean? Like, by this point. I know. I was like, are they ever going to get back to headquarters? They're killing me. No, apparently not. Because then they had to go to Imagination Land after that. So Imagination Land is dope. Because if you think about it, I still make things up. You know what I mean? Just, like, think about random stuff in your dreams. Um, so there's like a cloud town and Andre is freaking dying because this little cloud. <laughs> what did Bing Bong do to the cloud? <laughs> Murdered him. The guy Luis was like, I'm pretty sure that was murder. It was straight up <laughs> it murder. It was murder. <laughs> the guy like comes out of his cloud house because Bing Bong bumped into his cloud house and he's like, hey, what are no, you doing? Bing Bong was like poofing his cloud house away. Exactly. That's what I'm Being saying. Rude. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And then he just like, boom, he <laughs> smacked him and he <laughs> ex- ceased to exist. He's like, <laughs> And then Bing Bong kind of just walked away. <laughs> yeah, and then later, <laughs> like a toddler. Adeline would do that. Like, later, smack it and then walk away like, oh, sorry. And then later the wife came out and was like giving a police report, oh, a police report. to like, what like happened, the man? donut thingies and was like, they're like, what happened? And then he poofed him. And, well, Joy runs by and she poofs the, the lady <laughs> and the cop is like, no. <laughs> and the other cop's like, it's Cloud Forget Town. it, Jake. It's Cloud Town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Andre, Did they remind Andre you of the dying. donut cops in yeah. um, yes, in Wreck-It Ralph? In Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm not the only one. I was like, I'm pretty sure these are the exact same characters. It was basically yeah. like the same, same things. Oh. But it's just, but just murdering people. I don't even care. People. 
Yeah, so Imagination Land is interesting. So that's where you can see there's like the machine where Bing Bong was created. Um, and then, the, you know. I would die for Riley. Yeah, so <laughs> she's a little bit older, so now she's got an imaginary boyfriend, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while all of this is happening, like in the real world, Riley is like, she's real sad. Losing she had it. a really bad day at work or at school. <laughs> she cried. And so anger has the bright idea and he literally grabs a light bulb and yeah, sticks because it that's how the they do like <laughs> hold on no stop she goes hold on hold on she doesn't like the house right the next day she goes to school she cries in front of the class yep. then, she's then she goes dinner memory. dinner dinner no she goes to hockey first doesn't she no. or does she go to after well okay so she goes she at dinner they go to dinner her mom's like there's some hockey tryouts and she's like cool whatever and then mom, that's when the mom brain comes on and <laughs> the brain comes oh, on. Oh, no, what's happening? And she's like, hmm, what's happening? <laughs> what's wrong yes. with her? And they're like, we're going to cue the father. And they're like, cueing the father. And then inside the father brain, they're just like freaking watching sports. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. And then he's Not like, oh, my God. Anything. What does she What does she want? What does she? Oh, no. Uh, yes, Riley. Uh, how was your day at school? And she's like, oh, <laughs> my God. Like, oh. <laughs> he's so an idiot. I'm going to go hang like, out with that Brazilian helicopter pilot. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> that they just bring up the memory of them every once in a and while. And everyone's like, oh, yes. Like, oh. That's <laughs> better. Anyways, it's freaking hilarious so because then Riley's getting mad, right? So, like, fear fear comes in and then disgust comes in. And then anger's like, fine, I got this. I got this, right? And he's, like, getting heck of mad. So he's, like, his hair catches on fire. And then uh, the dad emotions in the brain are like we're gonna have to put the foot down prepare the foot, prepare the foot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-key system <laughs> to use the button to put the foot down so funny the foot has been down <laughs> <laughs> so nice she gets work. in trouble um but they she she then ends up still at hockey practice to try out for this new hockey team yeah. and because the emotions are like losing it and her, per- and her hockey gone. island falls. She loses her skill pretty much, like yeah. her her love for it or her passion for it or her personality. She just or like whatever. doesn't really care about it. So she Can't totally messes up and loses her cool. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, that's where you were going to come in and say anger comes up with it. Oh, well, yeah, because yes. anger is like, wow, now that core memory fell too. And the only time Riley was happy was when she had all the core memories. Where did she get them? Minnesota. Minnesota. So we need to go back to Minnesota to get more core memories. Which is like Which a is like 12 year old. Kid like logic. That's wh- why little kids run away. That's yeah, that's, that's like kid, kid logic. logic. Yes. You know you know what I mean? And, and there's so no forethought at all. She's just like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I'll go to Minnesota. But once they put <laughs> the light bulb, the like good idea inside Riley, they can't take it out. It locks in. It like locks in. She accepted it. So it's in there. The she idea. accepted it. But she only accepted this idea after freaking Joy tried to wake her up from a dream. Oh, yeah, the dream productions. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was hilarious. The I fact just that all the dreams are little movies. I'm sorry. This was my favorite part of Fear is when he's watching the dream. <laughs> and he, he's like, oh, he's pee, on dream duty falling out. Predictable. Let me ah. guess. She has no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was literally dying in fear on this. And he then here comes the dog. Joy's like, who doesn't love puppies? And they come in, and she's the front of the dog, and Sadness is the back of the dog. And Why they do they always the do that? Why do they always have to do that? It doesn't make any sense. So they're on the thing, right? They come in, and, oh, my God, the dog's so cute or whatever. Puppy, and then they're like, puppy. this isn't working. And, unfortunately, the uh, costume falls apart. <laughs> and um, so it looks so like, looks like the dog. Then it looks like the dog. Which is <laughs> so funny. Also, it was Joy's idea to wake her up with happiness. Like, it's the, the dream will be so joyful. She'll awake out of joy. You can't I'm having a good dream. I'm like, don't wake me up. Sadness no. is like, I don't think I 
think that's ever happened. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Bring not that how that works. Leslie, um, Lindsay. It's, it's just really cool because there's like a reality filter, too, they put on the camera that so makes good. it look like the dreams. Yeah. This is also where we meet Rainbow Unicorn, which I thought had a much bigger part in this Yeah, movie, she's not a big deal. She's irrelevant. Yeah. Why is there so much She's merch? on the merch all over the place. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, I completely had forgotten about where she was in this movie. And then when we got to her, I was like, oh, she didn't say anything. I knew where she was. Much. I just thought that she had a much bigger part than she did. Right. It's literally yeah. like a three-minute cameo of this yeah. magical weird, unicorn. But anyways, they wake her up by this freaking clown, which is absolutely terrifying. So, okay, so stop. <laughs> so pretty much they, they're in this, like, Hollywood-like studio, right? And they get put in jail pretty much. And Bing Bong gets taken off to jail very quickly. I don't mm-hmm. know how he got down there so fast. <laughs> and Joy and Sadness go to find her, him, follow the candy trail of tears yes and they end up in an area which is all of riley's darkest fears fears, Mm -hmm. um which is pretty fantastic it's really cool yeah lock them away i like that (laughs) it's like in a cage down like near the memory dump like suppressed totally that's fantastic Mm -hmm. and a very scary clown very scary yeah there's a bunch of like childish stuff yes Stuff that she hasn't thought about in a while. Grandma's vacuum. vacuum. Yeah. Broccoli. Vacuum. Broccoli. The broccoli. The big one in there. It was yeah, disgusting. Yeah, and the most terrifying clown I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty Which scary. I yeah. don't like clowns either, so. It I was like worry. rivaling the, um, what is that show called? Um, it? American Horror Story. American Horror Story. It's rivaling the American Horror Story clown from <laughs> season like four or whatever. Disgusting. Which is pretty scary, okay? Scowies. Um, but it's fine. They wake her up with a freaking jangles. scary clown. <laughs> jangles. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Ugh, makes me want to puke. So she wakes up, and unfortunately... And takes that Yeah. Th- and unfortunately, she decides, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. She steals their mom's credit card, and then there goes Honesty Island. Oh, I know. That was really and sad. And it derails Island. the train of thought that... They're on. The, two of the three of them are on. Mm-hmm. And they fall down, down And they go down, down into the memory pit. The pit. The what is it called? Um, memory dump. Well, no, they don't fall. Then no, they don't. They fall don't. Then. No, the they actually get pulled off the train. But sadness is like, I mean, joy is like so upset that the train gets derailed. She's like, how are we gonna get back over there? But there was like the oh oh oh, you the are thing so right. that whooshes them over the recall tube. The, the recall, recall tubes. tube. That's right. So joy like goes the to the recall them. tube and <laughs> she's gonna pull sadness in. But she was like, I'm sorry, Sadness. Riley needs to be happy and, like, pushes Sadness down and puts herself in the recall tube without Sadness. Then the recall tube doesn't work all the way. It is. You're right. And that's when they fall. You're right. Her and Bing Bong. That was called Karma Joy. (laughs) I know. I was kind of like, wow, this is uh, a little aggressively. Yeah, she's uh, very aggressive because she really wants her to be happy and it's not working. I don't remember how Bing Bong falls down there, too, but. I don't remember either. I think he fell down there first, actually. Yeah, I think yeah. he had fallen before that we missed, and and then she met like him. Like on the there. train. It's just really unfortunate. So they're all, or she and he, Joy and Bing Bong, are in the memory dump, mm-hmm. and she's like, wow, this is rough. This is it. And pretty much, this she's is where. She's trying to get out, but it's like really sad, because you can see just like the memories. I was telling Andre that it almost looked like uh, um. In Harry Potter, where they're in that, prophecies, the yeah, hall of prophecies. Yes. and they're and they're breaking all the prophecies, and they're just like disappearing. <laughs> so I was like, oh no, they're all all the prophecies are going, but it's just her memories, like long lost memories, yeah. and it's like really depressing because they can't get out of there. Well, and I think that's what made me like really 
that's what made me really sad because it's almost like the end of like childhood innocence yeah. was like before their eyes. They were literally seeing like all of like, th- and oh God, this is like a total parent moment for me, but like <laughs> just the little things that like in the moment you're like, I will never forget like the first time she, like Adeline did blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And of course, like you're not going to remember the first of everything, right. no. but then, Impossible. but it's so like it was so sweet in the moment, and then you watch it disappear, and it's like, oh my yeah, god, so heart wrenching. Yeah. yeah, it was super heart wrenching. It, it was even more heart wrenching because I really like Bean Bong, and then his like whole arm starts fading. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, Bean Bong. Candy corn, candy cane. Well, candy. and it's funny because I told you guys before we started recording the podcast, I told Andre and Michelle that I was going to give all of the Louise quotes that I wrote down, but this part, he goes. I wish we could just skip this part. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I pretty sh- I'm pretty sure he sacrifices himself. And oh, like, yeah. I just want to skip. Past well, he was right. He does. <laughs> like he does, Lou. Totally does. And then he goes, he goes, take her to the moon for me. OK. Mm-hmm. And Lou's like, wow, that was harsh. It is harsh. <laughs> it's also like Joy is kind of oblivious to Bing Bong a lot of the time. Like she likes Bing Bong. But even when they're like singing the song, trying to get up there. Really, she doesn't notice him just, like, fall off the thing. Mm-mm. Like, come on, He Joy. takes the plunge, too. He, like, pulls his whole nose up. He's like, he was like, sing harder <laughs> as he's, yeah. like, falling back. It's freaking depressing. It's so sad. It's, it's okay. really sad. That, uh, and, then that he, and then he poofs. And then he gets. And then I, I run to Andre and I said, dang it, Pixar, because they always do that. They always crap, right? do it. So that's what they're good at. The whole memory dump. The entire time I was just thinking, like, man, that's where all my jokes are. They're just gone. <laughs> <laughs> all the jokes I don't write down. <laughs> Peri- drop perishing. this mic on the floor right now. Absolutely ridiculous. A lot of stuff. No, I was just thinking more of... <laughs> Priorities. I, I was thinking more along the lines of, I think it's sad that probably, like, a parent would remember all of those old memories, but, like, kids don't remember, like, hardly anything from their childhood. Right, yeah. That part's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, weird because your brain just, like, that's just how your brain works. You well, you I mean? can't. I mean, I do like that they call it the memory dump because there really is no way that you could remember everything that you witnessed. Right. No, Can you, can't. you I mean, my personality, I remember, like, a quarter of the things that people say to me. I know that's awful. Right. That's just how my brain is. But they get thrown like people will be back like, there, like, back there in your long, long, long-term memory. Because when my gram when my grandpa had Alzheimer's, like when he was like on his deathbed, he was remembering things from when he was like ten years old. Mm. Yeah. Where I was like, wait, what? Like, how is he remembering all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, his brain was taking him that far back, and that's like all he could remember. Yeah. Which is just like the brain is insane. And you know what I mean? And it was dumping some of those other long term memories. Yeah, I'm it was like sure. dumping other things onto Making him. I was room. like, what's going on? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. But um. I don't know. This movie's just so well done. So it's fine. Joy makes it out. <laughs> and then she goes looking after Sadness. And this is where Sadness is being so ridiculous. She's on the freaking cloud, on the cloud, and it's like raining. And she's like, no, Joy, leave me alone. <laughs> she's like this, crying. I won't lie. This is this where Sadness gets annoying to me. I'm like, Sadness. This part of the movie to me is very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have done a better job with this particular portion. Right. Um, they're like there. with the clouds and the imaginary boyfriends like get her up and over like slingshotting right. her back to headquarters like if it was that easy to get you back to headquarters then why did we take an entire movie to do this Could like that the entire time you yeah, know what I, mean? I, I don't sure. know I just thought that the whole imaginary part was a little bizarre yeah. which I yeah. get that it's supposed to be like imagination it was and stuff it like but weird Wreck-It Ralph 2 vibes too yes like, ew, ew gross 
I just don't like when there's that many multiple of things in the same room. Yes. Um, yeah, so that was kind of <laughs> weird. But what I like is at this point, Riley's like on a bus, yeah. like going to leave. And all three of them were like, fine, it's fine. It's a good idea, I guess. And then fear, disgust, and anger all flipping out. They're like, no, why did we do this? No. <laughs> and they're trying to get the memory or the idea out, but they can't. Because, like, the whole control panel is, like, turning black, which was, like, freaking me out. And I'm thinking in my head, like, if Joy and Sadness didn't come, like, what would have happened? Um, I think Would all of those emotions just been dead? I think that's kind of, like, mental illness kind of setting in or something like that, you know, where it's just, like, your mind – it's not like it's – necessarily permanently broken but it's definitely damaged at this or point. not thinking rationally or yes something. you know and you know you can continue that line of thinking for years and years and years until you get help or whatever so you know like the the, the control center is off the table now it's broken it's busted and she needs a repairman to come in and fix it aka a therapist you know like that's okay. that's the kind but of but i was uh, like dang this is intense but I, I i really like how joy was finally like okay sadness like okay go well and it. i think that that's the good thing was that it really does show that, sa- like we were talking about earlier, sometimes you need to be sad. Like, mm-hmm. you can't cover it up. Yeah. And the only way that they made it out of it was because sadness reminded her of all of the things the that she had lost. Yeah. Because she, if she hadn't gotten sad, she wouldn't have wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. What What would make you want to go back to your parents if you weren't sad and miss them? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be like, oh, my God, I love my parents so much, but I'm not going to go home. Yeah. Like, that's back just weird. It would have been weird if she was joyful in that situation. Like, okay, why are you going to be happy right now? You know? So I really like that. That would have given her more gung-ho to keep doing this stupid plan. Great. Happy to go back to Minnesota. Yeah, Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. What's up, hockey Um, friends? Yeah. So I really like all that, and I really like how sadness – well, she never really got a chance to ever be on the control panel, I'm pretty sure. So it was very helpful for Riley and I guess for the other emotions too. Yeah, sadness took the reins. Yeah, but then she also, like, I like how she puts her hand over Joy. Co-pilot And then, Joy. like, made it, like, a dual memory. And I remember, well, the first time I watched it, too, I was like, nice, a dual memory yeah. or a dual mm-hmm. emotion. Because everything is multiple emotions. There's nothing that's just one at all. No. Yeah. Well, and it's Period. so funny because, not I mean, more. I'm not trying to make this all emotional, even though this is an emotional <laughs> movie. Yeah. But, like... A perfect example, and it's funny because, and I, and I'm not throwing Andre under the bus, mm. but it's if we look at like contextually, it looked similar from the outside, but it was very different, and you'll know what I mean in just a second. So we're coming up on almost a year of Andre and Michelle's marriage, which right. is really cool. Shout, shout, out. Um, shout out to you guys. Um, but I bring it up because I got to be a very you know, lucky member of your wedding party. And I got to stand on the stage as you guys got married. Thank you. And (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Shout out to me for being (laughs) a good friend. Um, (laughs) But I remember this because we, we were standing there and I thought to myself in my head, because Michelle and I are big and little from our sorority. Mm -hmm. And that just has like a different emotional tie to it. For sure. And I thought to myself, when you were going to walk out, I was like, I'm not going to look at her because I don't want to cry. And so I look at Andre and he starts (laughs) crying. And then I start crying because Andre's crying, looking at his beautiful wife. And And guess who didn't cry? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Whatever, Miss Emotionless. No, that's because I cried on my engagement here is feels over here like right and it's funny because i was happy because he was crying (laughs) that's a mixed emotion in itself (laughs) but if you think about that that that's 
it, it's not that sadness took in, no, but it's it's that's not. not pure joy. Right. You know what I mean? There's other emotions in that. It's like, wow, my life is changing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's it's a little bit of fear. It's a little bit of you know. It might be a little bit of sadness that you know it took this long, or that it's it may not be. You know, it's just yeah, it has. There's, a whole there's thing. always so many. And I think of my own wedding day, which that's why I was saying like you cried on your wedding day, mm-hmm. I cried on my wedding day. I literally cried through the entire ceremony. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, I don't know how I hold it together. I'm and mine I actually have that little napkin in my pocket. <laughs> right. Like my poor face. But <laughs> it's just it's, it's just different. so interesting how they did a beautiful job taking this. This kid who who was obviously primarily happy, mm-hmm. um, but she needs to go through all those emotions yeah. to be real yeah. to be a real person yeah. and i and i really like how mom was was sadness or yeah. dad was whatever was because mm-hmm. not every person is steered by happiness right. no and yeah. i think that it would be interesting to see what people would be like over time mm-hmm. because like in high school i probably was geared through joy like if we're going to just simplify it that sure. that sim- simply yeah. i mm-hmm. guess i probably was geared through joy but i would say like through a lot of circumstances in my life i w- could be like half joy half anger yeah. at any yeah, given I've moment in fear most of I my think, life i yeah, need to calm th- down i think like fear is definitely steering the ship in, in big brain over here you know yeah, not mm-hmm. so much anymore i feel like it's more joy with us now than it used to be yeah but um I was going to say, I think the the one time, and Emily can say if this is true, where you will feel all five emotions at once. So joy, sadness, fear, anger, and disgust, and mm, giving birth to a baby. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> all of those. I'll let you know. I'm going to think about it when it happens to me one day. You're going to be like, I understand inside out. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you guys stop screaming All in the there. fear. This is disgusting. I'm so mad at you for putting this child in my body. Like um, it's my fault. I'm super happy, <laughs> and this is depressing. I'm gonna, my life is changing. You know, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, so funny. what is this, uh, did this movie make a lot of Pixar money? Uh, it did make a lot of Pixar money. Let's I see I mean, here. what Pixar movie doesn't make it's money? <laughs> its budget was a $175 million. Jeez. Um, and it had a grand total of $356.5 million. Oh, that's just in the U.S. And in worldwide, it made $857 million. Jeez. Yeah. So, you know, nearing that billion number. Nearing. Only $150 million off. Oh, Lord. Well, I think it's really interesting, too, because this movie kind of spawned a lot of people to think more not not so much that people weren't like talking about mental illness before that so don't get me wrong sure. but i've seen a lot of disney centered people mm-hmm. talk more about mental illness through the through like the lens through the movie. lens of this movie yeah. um i don't know if you if you if the listeners know this but there are a lot of disney social clubs um out there like people who get together who are kind of like <laughs> They would probably like roll their eyes at this statement, but mm. kind of like fraternities or sororities sure. of like social type groups that are Disney lovers. They Disney go to the parks together. They they do things. They like sometimes they go out and do philanthropic stuff or mm. you know fundraising or whatever. And I know that there's a couple that have like taken on the lens and the kind of hurrah of social. Um, and mental health mm-hmm. through this movie. And I know there's one called like the Inside Outers and some other things, That's which cool. I think is really cool because this is one of the only movies that talks about kind of those deeper things than just yeah. like, I'm growing up and it's sad. 
you know, because yeah. growing up is sad, but so are other things. Very true. You know? Yeah, like I, I, you know, before this movie, I wouldn't have imagined having a kids movie detail how important it is to be sad. You know, like exactly. It, it's it's a it's a very it's a very unique concept, and it and it's done it it's done so well because children can understand it, and and adults can can really understand it. You know. It's uh, it's powerful in that. You want to know who always feels better after a good cry? Everybody. <laughs> I cried it out. I'm like, Everybody. nice. Cried it out. Yeah. Okay. I'm mad about it after. Not Emily. She's Anger comes on like. Ah! Yeah. Most time I just I got the don't get Hades there. head going mm-hmm. on, Mr. Anger. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's talk about also the end of this movie where the most. So Riley was 11, and now she's 12. So they got an upgraded console that just mm-hmm. has a lot more. Because if you think about it, as you're growing, yeah. more complex emotions come into play and different understandings of things. There's a puberty things. button on it. But didn't it say that the, the cuss board was locked or no? No, no, no. He said, look at all the cuss words I have access to. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, funny. I know. And then they're asking, like, what's that button? Mm-hmm. Puberty. And they're yeah. like, ah. No, no, leave it alone. And I was like, don't touch it. Yeah. So no. somebody's going to be compelled to smack that button. Anger. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure he's just going to get mad and start pushing all the buttons Anger at once. Anger or disgust. Right. Sure. Yeah, disgust. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Disgust <laughs> would definitely come more into play in a, in a teenage Riley movie. For teenage sure. Girls. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So there were a couple Easter eggs in this movie I just want to talk about super quickly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there was more than I think I'm going to talk about, okay. but I can post about it. Um, there was two that I saw um, myself, and then there's like quite a few that I read about. Um, yes, the dinosaur from Riley's memory, we talked about it in the Good Dinosaur episode oh. because it was the Good Dinosaur reference. Right. Um, I realized that when I w- were watching the movie, I was like, oh, look, the dinosaur. But where, where and was you were it? like, yeah, that's a dinosaur. So I knew he didn't understand <laughs> what I was saying. It was, it was in they were on the, the memory. When they the trip of them taking the road trip. Oh, and oh, 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 the dinosaur. That yeah, they and see her mom that. was like, well, what was your favorite memory of the road trip? And she was like, the dinosaur. It was the weird dinosaur that had all the birds on it that were like talking for oh, it. Okay. I don't that remember what sense. his name was, but it was creepy. Yeah. And then I, and this is one that I'm saying I saw and I'm like 90% sure it is what I'm thinking it is. But when Bing Bong was like pulling all the stuff out of his satchel, I'm like 90% sure he pulled out the Wally boot. Like the oh, boots? Yeah, he did. Okay, so then there you go. Out of so his Hermione bag? Yes. Ex- I know. Luis was like, oh, my God, he's Hermione Granger. <laughs> I thought it was the Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, <laughs> that right. too. Um, so a lot of times in the memory bubbles, apparently there were memories for or clips from other Pixar movies. Oh. So there's a couple mm-hmm. different versions of memory orbs in Riley's mind that have like s- opening scenes from Up and other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't confirm that. It's just what I'm reading. You know why? Because she watched that movie and guess what stuck with her? The first 10 minutes. And that's why she orb. has sadness. It's a blue orb. That's why sadness that's is so for blue. sure a blue orb. <laughs> right? But it's also a yellow orb. I was not able to spot any Pizza Planet trucks, but the director does say that there was the Pizza Planet truck three different times in this movie. I didn't see it. He's there are a lot of driving scenes as they're moving. Yes, so he sure said that there's multiple ones in San Francisco when the oh, automobiles are moving. Probably for sure. Yeah. Um, they go to a pizza place. Yes. Yeah. Broccoli um, pizza. Yes. <laughs> Disgusting. The, from the birds, the excuse me. The birds on a wire. For the birds, the birds on the wire were on in the movie. Yeah. Um, we saw the good dinosaur one um, in the apartment when they move in. Um, there is a magazine on the floor, and it has what is her name? Colette uh-huh. from Ratatouille. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's uh, on the front of one of the magazines. Cool. Cool. 
Yeah. 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 Um, A113, you know, our normal, our number, our Pixar number mm -hmm. is on the outside of Riley's classroom. Mm. And it's on the bus that she hops on. Mm. And it's on the train car that Bing Bong, Joy, and Sadness are on. Mm. And it's spray painted on a building when she's running away. So Jeez. apparently A113 is yeah, all up in it. Out here. Um, <laughs> This one, I love this one. Are you ready for this? Apparently, the globe inside of Riley's classroom is the same globe that was used in Toy Story. I'm just saying it's a globe. 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 Like, I need people <laughs> to get over themselves, <laughs> okay? A globe is a globe is a globe. They cray. <laughs> so this is people getting a little silly. That's funny. Um, literally a globe. Yeah. So the Chinese takeout box, mm -hmm. we've seen it multiple times. Yes. She's it. eating She's Chinese eating takeout. Right. Love it. Um, Broccoli. And then in Imagination Land, there are board games. Um, for Dinosaur World and Find Me, and it has Nemo on the front. Find Me, Nemo. Mm. Find Me. Yeah. Get so it? Broccoli Nemo. beef Find is me. delicious. Okay, so she's wrong. <laughs> I like broccoli beef. Broccoli beef. Delicious. Broccoli beef is good. So, yeah, that's that. Okay. Nice. Oh, and lastly, in the nightmare, sorry, in the nightmare sequence where Riley's um, uh, new apartment becomes super spooky, it's part of the score from um, the Haunted Mansion. Oh. Apparently. Oh, that makes sense. Da -da -da, da -da -da. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> but that's cool. Okay. Different stuff. Um, All right, what's its percentage? On Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is one of the like highest scored movies of all time. It has a 98%. Because it's so clever. I'm sure critics were dying. Fresh. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's like 357 reviews on here, and you know, Jeez Louise, lots, lots of them are, are very positive. Well, I'm gonna give this movie a nine and a half. It's definitely like top three Pixar movies for me. <coughs> um, it's just so clever. The only reason I'm giving it not quite a ten is because, like you said, that whole Riley multiple Riley things was really weird and unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Also, I wasn't a huge fan of the score. Oh, really? You don't um, like the music? I like the music. In it's this okay, but it wasn't, like, my favorite. Like, it made sense, but, like, when we were riding the Inside Out ride at Disneyland and it had that music in it, I was like, this doesn't make me feel joy. Sure. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, well, Luis I hated it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> because <laughs> when we were, well, certain parts of it. So well, I just wasn't a fan of all of it. When the part where it shows her learning to skate and it's like that back it's it's the return memory mm -hmm. and joy's like skating in her head and stuff it's supposed to be really pretty and louise is like wow this is depressing and i'm like this <laughs> is not depressing he's like no this literally makes me want to yeah, cry so right now like, like like it's supposed to sound joyful but i agree with louise mm -hmm. because sometimes i was like this doesn't sound joyful to me mm -hmm. and like when we were on the ride at disneyland and it had that song i was like Yay. Listen, I can't believe y'all are disparaging oh. our main guy, Michael Giacchino. I don't dislike Giacchino. And <laughs> I'm not I love the music is terrible. I'm just saying it's not my favorite. Sure. I still gave the movie a nine and a half. I will say that I really do like the score piece when they're going into the um the and production oh, area. Oh. It's like yes. Well, I like the very very first opening scene music. That one. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, anger. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> Emily, what are you gonna give this? I'm gonna give it a nine. I like it a lot, but it doesn't get anything higher than that because there's feels. <laughs> How dare it? No. So it, it's Too a really good movie. Feels. 
Um, I would not watch this movie every day mm-hmm. because no. it would it would make me feel too many things. It would mess and me up. Yes. Or I think I might lose the appreciation for the depth. Right. If I overwatch, does agree. that make sense? Yeah, yeah like that's I could why I don't watch up like once every five years. For real, like yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you guys. <laughs> full disclosure: We're on a Princess and the Frog overload in my house right now oh, because no, over somebody now? loves Anna, and that's not Anna and Elsa. Tiana. It's Tiana. Are you um, over it now? No, I'm not over it, and I think that's what I, my point because. That movie does not have, no offense, it's not as deep. It's not as deep, yeah. It, it, it's fun, it's upbeat, the music's super upbeat, like mm-hmm. everything, c- like you can think of it in a more deep way if you want to, but it's much more fun. Yeah. And so yeah, that is, yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking you down to the bayou all the time, you know what I mean? So that's easier for me to rewatch. This could not. No, Evangeline, get out of here. Evangeline. Get out of here. Come on, I think I'm gonna give this movie a nine as well. Uh, I I love it. It's it's a fantastic movie. I, I I really love the concept. It's it's really funny. All the all the actors in it are doing a, a bang up job. Um, and the kid too, Riley. And the kid, yeah, Riley. I don't even know. Who I think all the actors by. are great. Even the little the little dudes who are stuck in out the memory bulbs in the long term. <laughs> Those little things were funny. They're like, oh, sometimes. I like the animated character giving us pizza with broccoli like a crazy sometimes person. Sometimes we just throw in this trident gum thing. We just send it up to headquarters <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's not higher score than a nine, just because. Yeah. Um, it, it I think you're right, Emily. That it's not like the best movie to watch a lot. Mm-mm. Like, I think it, it's really good in every few years. I'll check back into this one and see how it makes me feel. And I but I'm not going to lie. To feel like that. Same with Up. Mm-hmm. Same with Up and same with Coco. That snap gives me the feels, too. Yeah. I do like the Coco. I like uh. Coco's a little bit more fun than yeah. the, these yeah, two. I, I tolerate it more, but once we start getting to the end of the movie, I'm like, uh, yeah, uh. no, there's, I, and that's not a problem for me, but it also makes it less relatable for being like an instant classic. Like when I think Disney classics, sure. it's something that like you binge watch. I wanna be. Where the people Do you want to know how many times we've watched Little Mermaid 2? <laughs> air, air, uh, air. I don't know if she's saying Ariel or Eric. But I don't know, she's but she does air. like it, and she knows Auntie Shell likes it. Yes, yeah, she does. Because sometimes she's like, Shell, mermaid? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> right? Correct. Get it, girl. You're right. You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if that's just kind of like the kid in us that likes something a little bit more simple. It makes yeah. it easier to yeah. digest. That's very possible. Um, well, also, I can just watch it while I'm doing chores, and it doesn't make me have the feels. That's true. Yeah. You know? Word. What's the word? Burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next <laughs> next week. Guess what? We're doing some cool stuff Wait, coming now. What are we doing next week? Next oh, week. Oh, I want Luis oh, to come wait. announce it. Oh, yeah. He's actually excited about this. He is one. excited. Where did he go? He went to go pick up the kids we're talking about. Oh, yeah, okay, oh, I get to right. see He's them. Gone. All um, right, so we're doing a, a movie that Luis uh, kind of picked out. He's very excited about. Next week, we are watching. It's on Netflix. The, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, Disney live action movie, Bedtime Stories. Actually, I'm pretty sure I've never seen this. I have never seen it. I've never seen it. Andre's never seen it. You've never seen it. So Luis, Luis literally it. just watched it three weeks ago by and himself. And he said he loved it. Yes, he said he liked it. So I guess we're going to watch it. So listeners, let us know if you've seen this movie. Honestly, our Netflix Disney-ness is dwindling down because of Disney Plus coming out. So we're trying to pick things that are on Netflix that y'all can enjoy with us. And guess what we're enjoying? Bedtime, Bedtime stories. Story. Well, and here's the deal. 
take it with a grain of salt. It's probably not going to be an A++ movie. Man, but it's, it's Disney. It has Adam Sandler. That means there's going to be some laughs. It also means it's going to be corny. So just like it's Adam put, Sandler. That, yeah. put yeah. that in your brain. Gear up for corniness. Be, be ready for that. Tony Collins. Um, but there'll probably be good music because I feel like all the movies Adam Sandler's and there's good music. So I'm going to go with yeah. that. Yeah. You're not wrong. Hmm. It came out in uh, 2008. Jeez. A while ago, um, yeah, I was in the high schools. Actually, we were all in the I high schools except for Louise. You just started high school. I graduated school? in 2011. God, you're Oof, so yikes. little, young. Uh, God, I married a baby. eight, nine, nine, ten. Okay, I started high school in 2007. So you Oof. were in high school. See, anyway. Um, if you want to keep up with us in the meantime, go to social media. We're Did at you just say, oof, you're a baby? You're married oof, to you're me. Ba- I said I married a baby. Um, <laughs> cradle Robin. Uh, um, you can keep in touch with us on social media. We're at the Walt Vault Pod on everything. Um, <laughs> we're, we're everywhere. We're all, get us on a, on a podcasting platform of your choice. We're now on Anchor. Um, and on Anchor, anchor.fm you can send us <laughs> a voice message Ooh. so if you don't want to send it an email or, or a dm you can go to anchor.fm slash the vault vault and send us a voice message that's the that weirdest thing i've ever heard that we can play on the show yeah. okay do it crazy, well and thank right? you to everyone who's been commenting and being like super um engaging yes. on instagram we and stuff your yes. engagement we love we love hearing from you we've had a couple different people send us funny stuff and we really appreciate it um Miss Aaron, divine introvert. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. We appreciate your funnies. Keep sending them. Hello. Apper. <laughs> Apper? Yes. Apper. So keep sending your stuff, guys. Yeah. We love hearing from you. Send it in. Send it on up. Um, if you want to help support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash the Walt Vault, where we put up after shows and uh, our notes and uh, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, when we feel like it, um, tell your friends about us. You know, tell tell anybody that that loves Dizzy about about the show. That that really helps us out a lot too. <laughs> um, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, do all of that super fun stuff, and we will be uh, even more appreciative. All right, that's been it for this time. See you next week for bedtime stories. The vault. Is now closed.